0: A Word for Today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. Welcome back to A Word for Today. It's Saturday the 20th of February and we are getting near the end of 2 Peter chapter 2. This great chapter, this is the fullest teaching that we have in the New Testament on false teachers and uh, it's uh, a very important teaching. Peter thinks it so because it constitutes the major part of his last will and testament to the Christian church. He wants the church to be real. He wants the church to have a faith that Israel, a faith that comes from the written word, a faith kindled by that written word of God, that supernaturally charged work by which the Holy Spirit regenerates and saves his people, calls them effectually and saves them, Um, that word that um, fills our hearts and stirs them to action and that word that gives us that written word that gives us that fixed reference point so we don't lose our way. We know where to go back to to find the truth. We're not fooled and led astray by all the darkness and confusion of our world and particularly the darkness and confusion of false teachers. And so false teachers are Satan's primary agents in cutting Christians off from the written word. And that is why it's so important that we understand them. And Peter here has presented them um, in uh, terms of what they do in this closing paragraph of chapter 2 and also what they are. And we've seen, firstly, we saw yesterday uh, in what they are, that they uh, are entangled in the defilements of the world because they have got re-entangled. They saw the truth and they deliberately turned away from it. They are truly Apostate, and that is the unforgivable sin if it's persisted in to the end of the life, because it's the rejection of forgiveness. What else is unforgiveness but the rejection of forgiveness? I'm going to read of verses 20 to 22, and then we're going to look more closely at verse 22. Remember, we're looking at what false teachers are. Verse 20. returns to wallow in the mire. Well, we've seen that they are uh, re-entangled in the defilements of the world because they have turned back from the way of righteousness or the holy commandment, the gospel. But now verse 22 tells us something very important. It gives a very horrible um, analogy, that of a dog returning to its own vomit and a sow after washing herself, returning to wallow in the mire, in the mud. What is going on there? Well, dogs and pigs are regarded in the Bible as despicable animals. And uh, actually, that is true of our world today. I understand that one of the greatest German insults uh, is that of being called a Schweinhund, which means literally a pig dog. And uh, what we are being told here is that dogs and sows, female pigs, behave in this way. I want to imagine a, a Crofts competition, and there is this lovely pedigree dog, and its hair has been beautifully shampooed and blown dry to a fluffiness. It's wearing a beautiful pink ribbon around its neck. Its claws have been clipped and polished. Its teeth have been cleaned, and it's just won the first prize at Crofts and everybody's gathering around and the press are taking photographs and the proud owners are standing beside it and all the judges are congratulating them. And then the dog is sick. It's eaten something that it didn't agree with and in the excitement it vomits it up. And then, to the horror of all the onlookers, the dog then eats up its own vomit. Now why does it do that? Well, the answer is that it's a dog and however we dress it up, it's not going to stop being a dog. You can't stop a dog being a dog by shampooing it and tying a ribbon around its neck. Its nature is unchanged. And so imagine the same thing with a sow. You've got this prize pig, and you're very, very proud of it, and uh, you take it uh, to a a competition, and it wins the first prize, and uh, you bring it back, and it's all scrubbed and cleaned, um, and you're so proud of it and you get a friend to come over and look at your prize pig and in the meantime you find that it's wandered down to the mud pool at the bottom of the field and completely covered itself in mud. It's filthy from head to foot in mud. It's been wallowing in the mud. Now why did it do that? Well the answer is that's what pigs like doing. It's returned to wallow in the mire, in the mud, because that's what pigs do. And so what this is saying is that false teachers have never been changed. It's not that they've lost their salvation, it's that their salvation was only an appearance. The appearance was only ever cosmetic. They were never truly saved, they only possessed the appearance of being saved. And it's interesting that the vomit, I'm sorry, this is a horrible analogy, but don't blame me, this is the analogy that Peter has used. And perhaps it's horrible because what false teachers do and are is horrible. But vomit comes from the inside, whereas the mud comes on from the outside. So what comes from the inside and what was washed out from the outside are both covered there. So it's saying that their nature, in terms of what's inside and outside, is never changed, and so that is why they behave as they do. They had the appearance of having a true knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but that was only a superficial experience, like a wine tasting, a wine that was then spat out into the bucket. It's never taken. And so we see that false teachers are therefore unchanged. That is their nature. So Peter is teaching us here that what false teachers do and what they are are eminent reasons why we should indeed have nothing whatever to do with them. We'll return to this for one last time tomorrow. Heavenly Father, these are very horrible uh, illustrations, but they illustrate what is very horrible, the stealing of uh, uh, the misleading of eternal souls and leading to hell and corrupting of those coming to the church, perhaps just beginning to escape the corruptions of the world, but then being snarled up by the lures and the traps of false teachers and so being led away. Father, please, would you enable us to understand these things and resolve never, ever to engage With false teachers in any way that would lend them credibility or give them support. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.